When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mentioned his name a little while ago. There's plenty to talk about in the world of cricket. We both love it, Jaleesa, and the BBL is absolutely flying at the moment. So is this man, literally flying through the air, stopping every ball that goes near him in the field, and he's scoring plenty of runs too. It's Sydney Sixers superstar Jordan Silk. Good morning, Silky. How are you going? Morning, guys. How are you? We're going well, mate. Where are you, where are you in the world right now, and what are you up to? Uh, I'm in Coogee at the moment. Um, just sort of got back from our trips to Melbourne. A uh, couple of quiet days, to be honest. Um, we don't play till Friday, so uh, enjoying a little bit of downtime out for a walk and lapping up the sun. It's nice to see it here. <laughs> nice to see the sun, yeah. I'm with you there. And it was nice to see it during the Sydney Test last week, that's for sure. Uh, as far as the BBL standings at the moment, the Brisbane Heat... Had another win the other night against the Hurricanes. They're on 14 points and already qualified for the finals. The Scorchers on 11 points. Then you guys on 10 ahead of the Sydney Smash on Friday night. Talk to me about how you think the season has gone so far and how important is Friday night for you boys? Yeah, I mean, Friday's, Friday's hugely important. I think with results that have sort of happened over the last few days, um, in terms of the season, it's been a funny one for us really. It felt like we you know, played some really consistent sort of cricket at the start of the year and then obviously had some rain affected games in I think what three games in a row I think we uh, what two washouts and one that we, we lost narrowly on Duckworth Lewis. So funny one, like hard probably saving a little bit of rhythm at the moment, I think our team and um yeah, it was sort of it was sort of nice I guess to get back get back into it at the M C G and and play a really clinical game of cricket, probably our best game of cricket this season. So that was pleasing. Hopefully we can sort of take that forward. But I think with sort of results happening around us uh, at the moment, it's, you know, that top two spot's getting harder and harder to chase now. But I think we're probably going to need a few favours from the, from the heat to, to maybe lock up second spot. So um, but that's all right. We'll, we'll push, the, push for it and, and see what happens. The Sydney Smash is uh, on Friday. That's always just so fun and, and always a great atmosphere. How much do you hope or do you not want David Warner to play? Because we know he's on the edge a little bit. So apparently he's, um, his brother's getting married, I think, and he'll actually, he would literally have to chop her in to make the game. And he's got an f- aircraft on standby, I think he said. So how much do you hope he plays? I really hope he plays, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think it's a it would make for a great spectacle. I think we were lucky to have it last year, Smith v Warner, and um, yeah, just adds to the story of of these great derbies that we we have over the years. So um, I think the other thing that will bring back is, is plenty of fans through the gates too. They want to they want to see the best players playing BBL, and um, yeah, those guys I guess have made a commitment to the BBL as well. So you hope that they turn out and and play when, when opportunities arise. And I know, I know Steve Smith's really looking forward to that opportunity on Friday night. He's been wonderful for us when he's come back and played. So, um, 
yeah, it'd be great to see two, you know, two sort of legends of Australian cricket going head to head, and yeah, you know, the rest of us can just sit back and watch them. So Smudge is definitely in for Friday night, mate. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure he's in. He's uh, he's chomping at the bit. So awesome. Um, yeah, no, we're we're really looking forward to having him. He's obviously, like I said, he's been huge for us when he's come back and played and yeah. played it the right way to really get involved and. Um, yeah, can't wait to play with him again on Friday. The last 18 months in T20 cricket for the Sixers, he, I mean, he's been a world beater in all formats for quite some time, but his numbers for the Sixers are incredible. Hey, you mentioned the crowds. I don't know about you, but the somewhat reduced season seems to have reinvigorated the public because the numbers through the gates speak for themselves. And what's it feel like from a player's point of view when the Scorchers are getting 40,000 every time they play a game in Perth? The Sixers, every time you guys walk out at the SCG, and even, to be honest, a couple of the games I've seen you guys play away, there are Sixers jerseys everywhere. This is so good to see. Yeah, I think yeah, you're spot on. I think the, the reduced season, certainly, if, if any positive out of it, it's, it's bringing crowds back through the gate. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's awesome. And probably what we lost during that period was access to fans. And I think... Um, yeah, right now it's it's feeling like, I don't know about you, Coach, but it feels like it's getting back towards that BBL4, BBL5 period where, you know, you're consistently getting 20-plus thousand through the gates. And, um, yeah, I think that's... Um, I look forward to Friday um, being our first sort of home game at the SCD post the New Year's break. I think that's always been a, a pretty good uh, crowd. And, you know, being a derby, I, I expect us to get sort of you know, more than 30-plus, which is... Which is awesome. It's, it's, yeah, we love doing it. We love playing in front of all sort of big crowds, and um, yeah, it, it does feel like, in a way, that the ten-game season's probably brought probably brought more fans back through the gate, and it's um, yeah, we, we love it. Jordan, uh, just on that, we've actually got a text about this saying T20 is becoming oversaturated, but I think that what they're talking about is not the BBL from this text they're talking about just in general becoming oversaturated too many games too many competitions worldwide it's losing its wow factor so I guess the BBL was one of the first but now we're seeing all these other leagues pop up around the world do you think it will get to the point where it is like like to be honest I can't I care about the BBL and the IPL I couldn't care less about any other competitions what do players feel about it yeah I mean there's going to be a lot of different answers, I reckon, for this sort of question. But it does certainly feel like there's there's a lot popping up, and there's probably a lot more choice for, for players as to for what leagues they are wanting to play in now, and um, and what ages that they want to start, you know, committing to that gravy train we like to sort of call it. So it's um, <laughs> it's a tough one. Like it's, I mean, there's I see lots of players popping up now, retiring from test cricket. I think a few handful of tests and, and you know, so it's it's sort of an interesting world that we're in and um I guess that's that's what makes it an easy decision for some players is there is that saturation and they can have confidence that they'll get picked up in, in any sort of league, whether it's a T ten league, a Zimbabwe ten league T ten league or you know, you've got two what we've got two sort of shortened formats in, in the UK in the hundred and the bar. So it's there's plenty of options for, for players and um, yeah, I guess yeah, the more I think about it, there's, there, there really is a, a saturation of, of T20 competitions around the world. So 
um, again, this is you're going to get multiple answers from multiple people around whether it's right or wrong. But um, I think Cummins have made a good point during the test match. That we, just, we hope it's a, just a little phase and, um, and test cricket can still remain the, the pinnacle of our sport. Uh, Silky, you've segued beautifully into there to my next question. Uh, forgetting the BBL for a moment, in the last three days since Davey Warner has retired, the only thing making news around is for the first time in about, it feels like 10 years, we've got a genuine selection decision at the top of the order for Australian mm-hmm. Test cricket. Who do you think, you've been playing domestic cricket for a long time, mate, and I think you've got as good an eye when it comes to talent and, and who's been batting at the top of the order. Who do you think should be doing it for Australia? Oh, Oh, we're, we're, the one thing we we are blessed with are, are options and and really good ones. Um, yeah, you know, I, I could probably really only comment on the openers that I've sort of seen around the country and um, you know having played against the likes of Marcus Harris, Matt Renshaw, and Cameron Bancroft, who we probably think are the leading candidates if they are to go a specialist opener. Um, I've seen Bancroft back a hell of a lot in the last couple of years and um, yeah I just he'd be such a hard player to, to leave out I think of that of that side just purely on, on weight of runs I think he's you know he's averaging well over 50 I think since, since 2021 I think as, a, as an opener at shield level which is significantly more I think than the next opener in those in that period as well so um, yeah I know it's it's a it's a really tough call but um, on someone like a Marcus Harris, who's who's probably been around the, the test frame for what the last two or three years, just sort of waiting for an opportunity, waiting maybe for an injury to either an Usman or a Davy, and um, has been that next guy in. So I know they've always been pretty good at sticking to that. So I could, you know, I'd be comfortable if they were to, to go down that path. I think Harry's a, an exceptional player, made a big hundred against us this year in, in the Shield game, in the Shield game. So. Um, less with options. I haven't probably given you too much. I've probably sat on the fence a little bit. Um, yes, you have. But I think on, on, sheer, <laughs> on sheer weight, on sheer weight, I reckon, I reckon Cameron Bancroft's probably got all the numbers up there to, to justify yeah. uh, Just quickly, just to wrap that chat up on who could open for Australia and who might, the, the chat about Steve Smith this week, he obviously has put his hand up. You've batted at the top of the order in domestic cricket for a long time. You now bat in the middle order for Tassie. Do you think it's a move that Steve Smith should be making? Let's not say if it will happen or not, but what do you think about the prospective move? Because we all think he could do it, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting time in his career. Because, um, I've heard a lot of people say it's a, it's a challenge that he'd, he'd love and something fresh for him maybe at that level. But, um, yeah, it's it's hard. I think it's a lot easier going from the top to, to the middle than maybe what it is from going from the middle to the top. I think I'd be pretty reluctant to move a guy who's who's average sort of sixty running at three and four, you know, up to the top, you know. I think he's been part of the reason as to why we've had so so much success. I think if anyone would probably go to the top, it'd probably be Marnus to me, because he actually has done it at shield level. Um, does have a, a great technique too and that way maybe you could slide Smith to three and, and then you could sort of fit Cameron Green into your middle order. That's probably the way I'd do it if you yeah. if you weren't gonna pick an out and out opener. But um yeah, no, I think I think Lee Smith 
the bloke averaging 60 at test cricket right where he is, I reckon. <laughs> Potentially our greatest ever since Bradman. Uh, mate, thanks so much for your time this morning. Uh, the Sydney Sixers take on the Sydney Thunder, the Sydney Smash at the SCG on the 12th of Jan this Friday night. And it is Smith v Warner, but Silky will be there too, doing the business as he always does. Thanks for your time this morning, Silky. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys.